It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. What's up, man? What's up? You feel a lot. You're looking alive today, yeah, bro. Yeah, man. I'm looking alive. Football's back. Okay. Okay, no. that's that's the only reason. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. It's good to see you. Good to see everybody in the building. Good to see you, bro. <laughs> I, I, you know, I need my response back, bro. I, you know, I need a response. You good? You good? Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, man. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time tuning in, as I said, this is the Up and Up podcast. Uh, this is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture, right? Uh, we do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements, right? Yes, sir. Hustlers, movers, shakers, people kicking down doors, breaking through windows. And I'm not, I don't mean that in that way. It's metaphorically speaking. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, obviously. Going after their dreams, yeah. <laughs> carving lanes, right? But more, more importantly, paving a way for those um, coming from behind, right? And inspiring the community out here. That's what it's about. Um, obviously, you know, we got to, you know, always got to salute and um, show love to the family members, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not just listeners, they're family members, yeah. right? So shout out to y'all, all the supporters, um, the ones who have been giving us the encouragement and the energy, man, S- especially the energy, you know, uh, to the Up and Up podcast and the Up and Up network as a whole and everything we're doing. Shout out to y'all. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the family. Welcome. Yes, you are sir. welcome. Yes, sir. Um, any, any, you got any announcements or anything you want to say? No? Nothing, man. Nothing? Nothing. 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 Uh, up and up clothing.com. We, yeah. we actually just released some new shirts. So yeah. go check us out. Yep. Go check us out. We got some new stuff coming as well. Um, but yeah, man, outside of that, you know what we do, man. We bring great guests up here with compelling stories that are supposed to move us, right? Inspire us and uplift us. And today's guest, I would say, is um, uh, I would say he's a man who's who's been on a consistent mission to not only educate, but elevate his community. Um, I would say he's definitely a true culture cultivator who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up, obviously. Everybody that comes up here is, you know, culture cultivator. Mm-hmm. Even you listening right now, you're, yeah. you're, a, you're a culture cultivator. Everybody. If you tapped in with us, you're definitely cultivating culture. Yeah. That's a fact, right? For sure. Um, For sure. And, and to, to go a little bit more in depth on this brother, um, he comes from the wonderful world of real estate and uh, home ownership ad- advocacy, uh, which which is interesting because he, he has a, a very focused mission on really consulting and educating current and future generations um, in their pursuit of not only just home ownership, but more importantly, generational wealth building, um, which is, you know, a buzzword that we hear a lot. Oh, um, yeah. And I think it's important for people to understand, like, the road to actually start that that journey, right? Mm-hmm. If that's what you're trying to do today. Um, and overall, someone with a true passion to serve his community that serves him. Let's just get straight to it, man. Our guest is none other than a good brother himself, Gary Barquette the third. Can we get a round of applause? Yeah. My brother, how you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing great, man. I'm just happy to be here, man. Uh, when Erm hit me up about joining or joining you guys today, yeah. I was uh, I was pretty excited because you guys are somebody that uh, I got a lot of love for, a lot of mm-hmm. love and respect, and I'd seen what you guys have been doing for the last what, couple years by yeah. now, yeah, right? Three, three, three years, three years some change, yeah. consistent, yeah, come yeah. On. and I love it. So honestly, I'm just honored and privileged to be here, and I really just uh, love the opportunity to be able to uh, share some of that knowledge, like you were talking about, yeah. beside mm-hmm. you know behind the home ownership, generational wealth, and share a little bit about my story too because yeah, man, uh, sure. you know cats have come a long way and obviously we still got a lot to go in the mission but yeah you know we're well on our way there so. yeah man well it's a pleasure yeah. to have you bro um you know obviously zoo crew you know yeah, how it go yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's not we every day we get to know. have a, that whole wazoo crew it, up here, it was just know? a matter of time yeah he was on the same intermittent team too yeah. at one point oh yeah, shit yeah, 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 okay i think it was your brother yeah and i wasn't on that team yeah i wasn't on that team yeah i would have fucked it up me and Irma on the same team i would have remembered i would have remembered nah man but gary's is a pleasure again to have you um if you're familiar with the show you know we always start to show off with a quote of the day right something to get the vibe right get the conversation started um brother man with the quotes yep yep yeah so uh the quote of the day what you got for us 
it's, it's a little, you know, short and sweet. Okay. So um, the quote is, we are drowning in information, but starved for knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who said that one? Uh, John Nesbitt. Hold on, run that back one Shout more time. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna run, run it back. Yeah, run that back. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, like sometimes that. the short it's ones be the most in depth. You know, so the quote is: "We are drowning in information, but starved for knowledge." Man, that's a yeah. fact. Yeah, because we, especially in this day and age, internet, all that, we got a lot of information that we could read. A lot mm-hmm. of it could be misleading, mm-hmm. misleading, mm-hmm. but like knowledge, we need real deal knowledge. Yeah, like, this mm-hmm. is what we know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Exactly. Drowning, man. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know how to swim. Yeah. A lot of cats, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. So. We're getting real metaphorical. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See what you did? See what you did there, bro? to drop a whole track right now. <laughs> For man. real, bro. Crazy. Nah, man, yeah. that's dope. That's a good quote, though. And I think it does go into kind of, obviously, your journey and your story. But before we get to that, I definitely want to, um, I, I touched on in the intro on how you're really focused on really trying to build up the next generation of homeowners, right? Mm-hmm. And those that are pushing forward and really trying to carve that next lane for themselves and their families coming behind. Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of talk about kind of where that vision stems from for you and like from your perspective, what that, what that looks like? Mm-hmm. In terms of building that generational wealth? Yeah, like mm-hmm. what what is the, I guess, the the root of kind of what, what makes that important to you? It's a, it's a lot of different reasons. I mean, I'll put it like this, man. I really, I truly believe that I'm here um, – by the, the grace of God, like it was God's will for me to be in this position because this is one of those opportunities that I never see myself um, necessarily going or one of the paths that I never see myself going down. Mm-hmm. You know, this opportunity came to me to get into the real estate industry, to be a, a mortgage loan officer. I'm a loan officer for you, for those of you who, uh, who don't know. And uh, just to give a little bit of background on that, a loan officer, you know, it's like a loan consultant. We're the ones who help with the funding of mm-hmm. the home. So mm-hmm. there's a real estate agent and then there's a loan officer mm-hmm. who are two key players in mm-hmm. making ownership happen for individuals. Um, so again, I never see myself in this industry. Nobody grows up and says, I want to be a loan officer when yeah. I get older. That's yeah. never come out of nobody's mouth unless yeah. you got family in the industry or yeah. something like that. Something leads you down that path. But ultimately I feel like all the things that I did before this career led me up to being able to be in a good position to spread that knowledge and yeah. tap in with my people. So yeah, I feel that. Uh, a little bit of background on me, I actually majored in human development and psychology. Okay. So I was all about people. I'm mm-hmm. a people's person. I love yeah. people. Mm-hmm. I like to uh, learn about people, influence mm-hmm. people, how to influence people, how to keep people motivated, what motivates people, so on and so forth. Um, and I really work with the youth too. I love working with the youth. That's my real passion. Mm-hmm. So anyways, long story short, I went into leadership actually in management after college. Um, did that for like four years and I went into recruitment and then I bought a condo two years ago in 2019. Okay. Um, and in 2019, I bought that condo. It was, it was a great financial move. I'll give more details about that later. But ultimately, the, the loan consultant that I work with is now my business partner. Mm. So he actually, we got dinner after we closed on my home. He can, We connected person to person. He seen what type of dude I was. He seen something in me um, that made him call me back a year later and ask him, ask me personally to be on his team. And this is somebody who's never been in the mortgage industry, somebody yeah. who's never been in the real estate industry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he granted me that opportunity. And he was like, bro, um, I love who you are. I love what you're about. If um, you know, you're know you about this, I'll teach you everything I know. And the dude yeah. has lived up to it. So mm. that's how the opportunity came about. And then once I got the opportunity, I started kind of putting all the pieces together. As I learned about the industry more, I learned about how much of the, the short end of the stick that our community gets. And yeah. when I say our community, I mean people of color particularly. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I started, you know, we always knew, right? You yeah. always hear yeah. about yeah. Yeah. terms like redlining. You always hear about how black people at the bottom people, bottom uh, of the totem pole when it comes to home ownership. Yeah. Um, but I started really understanding why, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I started understanding about the industry, yeah. how it came about. Yeah. And then once I really started getting all that knowledge, it, it was kind of overwhelming at first. Yeah. Like it's like, oh. Yeah. Not for sure. Oh, it's like that rabbit hole. Yeah. You just, yeah, you're like, like, well, how did I get here? Wait a second. Yeah. It's really like this? Like, yeah. it's like yeah. that? How are we supposed to win out here? Yeah. Um, but anyways, I, I took that and, and just channeled that energy and, and just turned it into motivation. Gotcha. And, and ultimately, I know that, you know, generational wealth is a, is a big buzzword for a lot of people. But um, just like your quote, man, we need the knowledge exactly. in the industry. So yeah. for me, that that's a big part of the inspiration is being able to get that knowledge. And, and I'm going to be the vessel that the knowledge comes through mm. to be able to share it 
with my people and then, you, know, you know do a trustworthy person a person who that. looks that like them a person who's been 10 toes down for years now to know that i'm really out here trying to help my community and, and put people onto ownership i love yeah. that i don't even know if that answers no, your question no, that but, answers oh, my man. question yeah. bro and, and <laughs> a, word, that does. a word that stuck out to me and i love this word is vessel bro mm -hmm. right i think a lot of people we're all vessels in some way facts, shape or form facts. it's whether you realize it or not mm -hmm. right and facts. the fact that you know that and you you're aware of that it makes it even more like affirming in what you're doing right exactly that's dope man yeah. that's hard bro i love that i love that um now to kind of get into kind of your upbringing a little bit bro um yeah how was that what was that what was that like for you like some early influences early growing influences up? man I, the first thing that comes to mind is grandparents man like my grandparents if it wasn't for my grandparents investing in me and putting me in the position that i you know just invested in me i wouldn't be in the position i am today mm -hmm. um so i grew up uh i had young parents man my parents had me as teenagers yeah so by god's will i always say i don't even know if your your boy was supposed to be here you know what i'm saying that was god's <laughs> will but there's the point where you're like wait a second you know i'm just glad i'm here ultimately <laughs> but, <laughs> i don't even want to ask no questions you know, yeah i'm just i'm just glad i'm here ultimately we, we crossed that bridge so. <laughs> <laughs> so um so with that said you know i uh had young parents and my point of saying that is that um you know nobody's ready to have a kid that young right mm -hmm. so but I, you know thank god i have my grandparents in my life who were able to influence me and kind of give me um the road map to be able to be successful they invested in me financially um they gave me a lot of opportunities with the sports and all that stuff yeah. and, and i would say sports um, and having some of that discipline from sports and then just, you know, grinding over the years and staying busy just really shaped me into the man that I am today. Mm. And um, my early influences, yeah, definitely came from that. And then also once I got to, to, to high school, you know, just developing those real friendships and relationships. That's and real. I would say a big part of my uh, inspiration and influence has just been a lot of the people around me, being able to meet great people, being yeah. able to meet real people who believe in you want to see you be successful and i've just capitalized on a lot of that i've yeah. just been a very genuine person i've, I've developed a value system i understood mm -hmm. who i am as a yeah. man and what that means for me um and once i wanted once i kind of established some of those things i was like it's all gas no break yeah again i feel like i shouldn't have been here so the fact yeah. that i'm here yeah i ain't got nothing yeah. to lose let's get nah, it like I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make things happen i feel that yeah no, that's real. 100%. So, yeah so um you touched on college obviously we went to school together so what was like that transition from everything you're just saying, how you learned how to all those relationships in high school and how'd you like apply it to the next level pretty mm -hmm. much when you was in college. So. Mm -hmm. In college, man, it was a it was a fresh start for me because the honest truth is I didn't even know if I was going to go to college. Yeah. And that sounds crazy because I went to O'Day. I went to a private school and I think like 98 percent of people go to college yeah. from O'Day. Um, but I was a B.C. student in high school because I wasn't tapped in I wasn't that passionate about what I was doing and I didn't like my environment I was around yeah. a whole bunch of cats that I didn't necessarily vibe with yeah, yeah. Uh, for the most part so in high school I was like eh, we're gonna see what's good with this college thing I'm gonna apply to some places and see if I get accepted mm -hmm. uh, once I got that acceptance letter from Wazoo I was like oh yeah I'm there let's get it like <laughs> you can't say no to Wazoo come yeah. on man it's time to, and then once I went on the uh the campus visit that was pretty lit too. Yeah, that solidified yeah. it for me. To yeah. be honest, man, I went on. Yeah. The, I think it's the future Cougars of color. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. went in, went yep, to that too. Yep, yep. Yeah, went, went to that. To that yeah. Tapped into that. Um, really indulged in the, in the culture and then just or the community, I guess you can say at Wazoo. And then just again continue to meet great people. I would say all my biggest blessings in life were unexpected, and they also came through other people. Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying uh, freshman year, I was at a point where I didn't really know what I wanted to do, so I, I started going through that normal thought process of. Why am I here? Mm. If I don't know what I'm going to do, why am I spending 20, 30 racks a year yeah. not knowing what I wanted to do? Yeah. So I got to a point in my life where I was like, I think I might go all, go to community college or something. Mm. Like, I'm not about to waste no more money. Yeah. Like, forget mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And then I had a best friend. Again, people. Comes back to relationships. Yep. He looked me in my eyes and was like, bro, you're not going nowhere. He was like, you're supposed to be here. Yeah. He really gave me that talk, like yeah. that big yeah. bro talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you're right, bro. You're 100% right. And then once I found what I was interested in, human development, psychology, um, I hit I hit, hit the ground yeah. running. It was like yeah. a straight A student in my last two years of college. So, yeah. um, for again, it just it always came back to the relationships and, yeah. and keeping that same energy. It's always everything I did, I just tried to really bring my full self to it. And when you do that, people notice that. So then I ended up getting an opportunity to work at the school through a teacher because she seen me she was like oh this this cat this cat's cool he works hard whatever and then i got an opportunity to work at the school and then everything just kind of yeah you know compounded yeah. from there no that's real you know though and i think you know you always hear it they say like you meet some of the most important people in your life in college when you're there right and exactly I, there's a reason for that there's a def definitely reason for that yeah. you know so i'm glad you touched on that and 
what's interesting is like being where you're at now, right? Um, like looking back at your younger self, because you did talk about a little bit about your early upbringing. Uh, can you draw connections now to kind of who you were when you were younger and that makes sense to why you're doing what you're currently doing now? Because mm. I feel like a lot of times, like, I might catch myself like, oh, shit, that's why I was that way. And yeah. it all comes full circle. You don't know when, but mm-hmm. eventually you, it connects. Is there anything for you looking back uh, at your younger self? That's a great question. Your first time I feel like nobody's ever asked that. Type. I've okay. never heard that interview question before, to be completely <laughs> well, you know, honest. Hey, man. That's fire. That's yeah, fire. Um, <laughs> but, but truth be told, um, it, for me, it was more so just like temperament and mentality. I had this 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 sense of right and wrong in me very early. Mm. And I don't know if that was just from my parents. I don't know if that was just a, the higher being that was yeah. I was tapped into. But yeah. I naturally, intuitively knew the difference between right and wrong and how to treat people. Mm. Um, and I would say that just translated my whole life. I was just a people's person. Yeah. I was very adaptable. Um, I, I had a white best friend. I had a black best friend. I had an Asian yeah. best friend. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I just yeah. got along with cool people who treated me right. And I, I reciprocated that same energy. I always treated people with respect. My That's dad taught me early kindness kills. Yeah. Um, and he was completely right about that. And I've been just keeping that same energy um, throughout my entire journey. It's mm. just, just, and then, yeah, so that, that shaped me, man. That was really it. And I yeah. would say that was one of those things I think of when I think of myself now and then, you know, myself all the way back to like elementary school. Yep. Um, what's similar is I was treating people with respect. Yeah. I was showing love. Yeah. And that always, that translated, yeah. you know what I'm saying? At all levels. Man, I'm telling you, bro, we still, what did Kanye say on that song? He's like, we still the kids we used to be. Yep. Yeah, yeah, right? 100%. I swear to God, I heard that. I, <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, mm-hmm. damn, Kanye right, bro. I know exactly. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's facts. Yeah. You are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, transitioning, you touched on it, um, how you got into the loan space and everything like that. So what was like your first, I guess, like feeling like going into that space or like what was your first kind of like thoughts when you first started out? <sighs> first started out in the loan space. So the first thing I had to do was pass this damn test. Okay. Mm-hmm. And 50% of people never pass this test. Yeah. Ever. Like they can take damn. it three, four, five, six hundred times and still not pass it so the first mentality was really just buckling back into that study mode hustle yeah. mode do what the hell i need to do to mm. pass this test College. like that was first exactly <laughs> i literally <College>. turned back <laughs> and i'm a little older but everybody else so there's this um this 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 course called um caliber university and um ultimately they're the ones who helped me you know get all studied up to pass this this mortgage licensing test mm-hmm. and um i really had to tap into that mentality but you know, all those kids, all of, there was a bunch of college kids there coming straight out of college from there. So I had to tap back into this mentality of studying and stuff. So I had mm-hmm. to do all that. Um, and coming in, like I said, I was kind of overwhelmed, man, because there came a point where it was discouraging, bro. Like yeah. I said, when you start really understanding the industry, understanding all the things that happen in the industry, mm-hmm. um, and then you start thinking about all the things that are still in place are yeah. very similar to how the industry was. It starts yeah. really making you think, especially as a person of color, like, man what's good do we really got opportunity in this space like you know what i'm saying cats are starting behind yeah. you know because yeah. of all the things that happened prior and nobody's account for that yeah. you know what i'm saying nobody's going back and trying to make things right nobody's giving us any handouts now because we got the short end of the stick before yeah. mm-hmm. so initially i would say the the feeling was was overwhelming yeah. at first um and then i remember i called my grandma one day and i was having this crisis and my grandma's like my best friend you yeah. know so i talked to her yeah. about everything and i was having this crisis of like grams like I was like, man, what am I doing? I was yeah. like, this don't make no sense, man. I was like, why am I getting home loans for these investors so they can make more money? Like, I just started yeah. overthinking this yeah. high level, yeah. you know, of everything. And I was just like, you know what? And then she, you know, she talked to me. I didn't really, eh, whatever. And then I just thought about it more. And then again, I brought it back to the to the ground level and to the mission and just being able to help people and, and knowing that there's a reason why I'm here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So initially it was it was overwhelming, but then I had to refocus the mission, understand why I was put in this position, yeah. um, and just focus on educating my people. So, and it's still a challenge that you, you navigate because you'll realize not everybody in the industry has that mentality. Mm. Not everybody cares about yeah. whether, you know, <laughs> yeah. people are getting knowledge or information. That's people are trying to churn deals out here. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's deal driven agents. That's yeah. an actual coin term. Yeah. And I'm learning it because for me, I'm the type of person where I'm coming up to you. I'm like, you know, hey, what's good? My name's Gary. I'm new to the industry. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm about. I'm trying to help my people. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to develop. I'm trying to spread knowledge and information. Um, and some agents are like, let's get it, bro. I'm all for that. But majority, that's people of color who are yeah. receptive to yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is they like. They can relate, though. They can relate. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was overwhelming. But now I've been able to kind of hone in, you know, focus and, and build my business plan and really understand what I'm trying to do for the long term. 
and it's eased some of those nerves or that initial feeling of being overwhelmed. Like, is any of this worth it? Yeah. Now I feel like, man, we got a mission. Let's get it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I know why I'm yeah. here. I'm in this space for a reason. Well, yeah. no, and that also kind of touches on like the imposter syndrome. You know, that's a big thing I think for a lot of us um, and people of color who just go into spaces that the narrative is, yo, there's not many of you here. Mm-hmm. And okay, that's fine, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean I can't do it. Exactly. Right. That doesn't mean I can't do it better than whoever is already there existing. 100%. Right. And it's a it's all mental. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I think that's important. And um, I do remember, um, you know, early on you had um, and, I, and you had a movement that you started, uh, the conscious campaign. Yes, movement, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Um, did that did the confidence from that movement and kind of what that provided you help in terms of just being able to make decisions on what you wanted to do? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. But I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. that yeah. Was, yeah, I remember that, that too. Cool. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. I really enjoyed that uh stint that we had of uh, having a team and then building the conscious campaign. The conscious campaign is it's all in the name, right? Conscious campaign. Mm-hmm. Campaign is a social or political movement. Consciousness is a level of awareness. So the whole premise of conscious campaign was a social movement based on spreading awareness. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because yeah. if you know better, you do better yeah, in most exactly. cases, right? And if exactly. you choose not to do better, okay, you know that. You, that's your choice, but yeah. you knew better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say a lot of things that I do now, I got to a point where I was I was hustling, I was grinding, I was grinding my gears, I was trying to spread this consciousness, being very intentional about putting, you know, just conscious energy yeah. out there and, yeah. and elevating people. And I had a podcast too at one point, all that stuff. Um, and it got to a point where it got a little exhausting. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It mm-hmm. felt like you're kind of talking to to dead ears at times and then I got to a point where I really realized I said you know what it's time to stop talking about this consciousness stuff and just live this shit yeah like let me just be the example yep. Yep. and then when I get the results mm-hmm. and y'all and you guys got some questions then it's like okay come talk to me yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying because you can't I don't, I'm not necessarily talking to the whole world because the whole world ain't ready for the consciousness. You know, yeah. the whole world ain't ready to hear this necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I got to that point where I was like, you know what, I'm about to just live this conscious campaign stuff. So still, the whole premise of a, or a big part of my mission in life is just spreading awareness, yeah. spreading knowledge yeah. and every, you know, every aspect of life, social, spiritual. That's right. Um, and there's one other one. No, mind, body, spirit. That's what I meant to yeah, say. The yeah. mind, the body, and the spirit. Yeah, and, I, and I, just, I brought that up because I think it is important for people to understand like, yo, you might start one thing and then that thing may quote unquote run its course Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that that thing like had no No use had no purpose you know what i'm saying and it's like you wouldn't be doing what you're doing now had you not started that fact so it's just a message for people out there you know like sometimes they're like man this one thing i start has to be the end all be all and it's like Mm -hmm. nah bro it might be a stepping stone to and then people get down on themselves, right? Yeah, They'll yeah. be like, damn, man, I'd have failed. You know, and the way I think, I'm like, I don't even see it that way. Yeah, nah, like I said, man. it was just it was just a, a opportunity for me to learn Come and on. not learn about myself, but then also I learned about people around me. Mm-hmm. Some of the people that you think are the that tapped in or would be about the mission or about the fight, when it comes down to action, they're not about it. Yeah, so yeah, it kind of lets you know, too, like, who's really about it? Yeah. Are you even really about it? Yeah. And are you going to continue to grind even though you may not be mm-hmm. seeing certain results that you want to see mm-hmm. type of thing? So Yeah, the why is important, man. Exactly. It's important, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. It's all about your why, man. And um, getting into the getting into the real estate space and the home ownership space and, um, you know, putting yourself in the position to, you know, help people make very big decisions, right? These are like the most, this the might be one of the most massive decisions people mm-hmm. make in their Facts. life, you know, Facts. and, um, working with people who come from maybe, um, you know, family lineage that isn't privileged or doesn't have the know-how and stuff like that. Um, do you have advice for people who are going to be in that position in terms of how they can approach, you know, like working with clients who may feel like they're in over their heads mm-hmm. reframe that question for me are you saying from my perspective yeah like, so for anyone for who wants to you know go into what you're currently doing like mm-hmm. some tips for them in terms of how to deal with that and then how what is your approach with that when it comes to dealing with someone who you know is like yo i don't know what i'm doing here but mm-hmm. i need to be here type shit mm-hmm. the first great question by the way the first step is always um it's just information seeking mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i can't necessarily teach the whole world if the whole world isn't interested in knowing certain things and a lot of people i was telling earn right before we started i was like sometimes people will disqualify themselves or take themselves out of the race before they even started Mm -hmm. because they think they don't qualify but they never fact checked it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying they never did their research they never asked the right people they never really dug a little bit deeper to get some of that information like you said 
generally speaking, if you don't come from a place of, of wealth or privilege or a bunch of people who have who own homes or things of that nature, you're not going to know the steps um, yeah. to be able to get there. You're not, that's not an active conversation yeah. in your household. You're not yeah. constantly talking about ownership. You're not talking about how to do it. You're not talking about, yeah, we're about to go buy this investment property and this is what we're doing. Like you don't hear that type yeah. of talk. It's not normal. Um, exactly. So for me, it's really just all about um, putting yourself out there, being able to utilize social media and platforms to, to spread knowledge for one, and then also being willing to have those conversations with the people who don't have some of that knowledge. Because mm. I will say that once you reach a certain level in this business, a lot of people turn their back on that type of community yeah. because they got money coming in. Yeah. And that happens in a lot of different areas yeah. of professionalism yep. and careers is once yeah. you get to a certain level, you're like, uh, well, uh, damn, I yeah. wish I could have been there for y'all, yeah, but uh, yeah. things are looking good up here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's I really, can't relate, no, right. I can't that's real. No more. I can't yeah. relate that's to how it be. That's exactly. Real. You're like, I don't even live in this community no more. Yeah. You know, you might want to go talk to somebody else or, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So really, it's just I would say more than anything is it's always being willing to give your time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Give your time to people who are actually who are actively seeking or actually want to get some knowledge out of you. And that's mm -hmm. something that I feel like I'm going to always be willing to do. That's, that's something I can never not do is give my time to anybody who actually um, wants some information. That's but real. like I said, you got to want it. I can't. You yeah. know, I'm not gonna come find you just so I can give you some information. Yeah, you know, come talk to the boy and he'll give you that. No, that's real. Yeah. That's, that's real. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, and like we were talking about earlier, it's like even me. I used to look at it like, damn, that's a crazy ass process to go through. Mm -hmm. You know, so I would low key kind of disqualify myself from it. You mm -hmm. know, so when you said that, I'm like, damn, I've done it before. Mm -hmm. But then, like, when you actually go through it and then you see how attainable it is exactly we're like oh sh that's it oh mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna go i mean not Dang. that's it as far as the whole process but starting you're mm -hmm. like what i could go do this put this down and then go over here get this loan and you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so you'd be surprised that's what i'm saying that you'd you know? be surprised and how like there's people who um who attain ownership that i personally wouldn't even guess to attain ownership but they yeah. took the steps to make it happen and then they had the conversation to figure out exactly what they need to do yeah. to make it happen that's what i always tell people you know i talked to a cat who was 20 years old today literally had a consultation today he just and i was like well what's your goal what do you want to get out of this conversation he was just like well um truthfully i just want to know uh, what it takes you know i want to know what i qualify for i want to know if i qualify you know right now and just what that means and i was like perfect yeah um, so this is what it takes, you know, X, Y, Z. I talked to him about kind of the four pillars that we look at when yeah. it comes to getting, you know, approved yeah. for a home loan. You know, we look at uh, income and assets. You know, obviously you have to be making money. You got to be making a certain amount of money. You can't have too many debts. So we look at we look at that. We look at uh, employment history. Typically, mm -hmm. you want to be working two years in the same job or at yeah. least have two years of employment history um, in the same industry. Gotcha. That if you have that two years of employment history, then there's a likelihood that you're going to continue to have employment, right? So gotcha. you want to see stable income. Yeah. So income, yeah. um, employment, and assets. How much money do you have for a down payment? There's zero down programs out there. Yeah. I've seen people get into nice condos and nice homes with 0% down payment. Mm. I've seen it happen. I've, I've been a part of those loans. People, where other people need to see that. Zero yeah. down. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it's, it's a real yeah. thing. This ain't just talk. This is It's out there, but you got to qualify. And in order to know how to qualify, you have to have the conversation exactly. um so like i was saying it's income assets it's employment um and then it's also credit score this is a mm -hmm. big one man yeah. if you ain't got the yeah. credit then it, it don't matter unless you buy the house cash credit yeah. won't get it yep. yeah exactly yeah, so 620 is the minimum credit score and i'm throwing this knowledge out there actively too yeah. so 620 is the is the minimum credit score um that we can rock with but also one thing that's good to know is the higher the credit score the better um, terms you'll get, the better interest rate you'll interest get, and then also yeah. mortgage insurance. Because mm -hmm. if you put down less than 20% on a home loan, you have to pay what's called mortgage insurance okay. because you're considered more of a risky borrower if you're putting mm -hmm. down less than 20%. Mm -hmm. um, so with all those things said, it it's always comes back to um, having those conversations, man. Have the conversation and don't be afraid. And all in all, after I talked to this 20-year-old, um, the conclusion was he had just started a commission a commission position, so he wasn't able to buy yet. Um, but a year from now, he's going to be in perfect position because he has money saved. He has a great credit score. He doesn't have any debts. And all he needs to do is get his employment history right. Yeah. He's going to be able to buy a house. Yeah. Simple and, as that. Man, that's that's Damn. important, bro. Information is key, bro. It's everything. It's everything. That because knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. Not because it. it's like, <laughs> it's like that's half the battle, bro. Every time. It's half the battle. Every time. Right? There's a lot of people that actually like, they done applied for way harder shit, in my opinion, right? Mm -hmm. They done met all the requirements and guidelines for whether it's even applying for college. You know what I'm saying? You true. had to do Very all these true. different things, right? And so it's like you know how to do it, right? So mm -hmm. I think um, 
Yeah, man, it's important for people, but representation is also another thing, right? Can you talk about that in terms of the industry? You said when you first got in, it's, it's kind of like there's not a lot of people representing us, right? Mm-hmm. Black folks, people of color in that space. Um, and that's a big thing, man. Sometimes you want to see someone who looks like you um, kind of guide you through that process, right? Mm-hmm. And it ma- makes you comfortable to go talk to someone. Exactly. Like you said, at the conversation, man, sometimes people don't want to talk to someone that they feel they can't identify with. Exactly. Right? So um, can you speak to the importance of that in terms of how th- how that's been help- helpful? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I think it's 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 necessary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's fair that cats can't find somebody who can relate to them or talk that lingo or talk that talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's a big part of why I feel like a lot of people don't feel comfortable going down that path or don't feel comfortable going, having that conversation because they feel like um, they can't relate to the cat they're talking to or mm-hmm. that person can't even understand what they're really saying or, you know, the, there's just a lot of miscommunication that takes place when I feel like um, there's misrepresentation. Yeah. And one thing I'll say is I have yet to meet another black loan officer in their twenties in Seattle. Mm, I haven't met damn. one yet. If you guys know him, let me know because yeah. I want to meet him. I want to yeah. link up with him. Yeah. I want to build with him. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I haven't met one yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, that's like I think about that and I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like this is really the next generation being led to this ownership because I know um, the average first time home buyer is 32 years old. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, I'm not too far from that. You know, yeah. I'm late 20s. And I know there's a lot of millennials out there. It's the, it's the era of the millennials buying homes right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, it's like, damn, um, I can't be the sole representation, yeah. but um, I know it's important. So one of the things eventually I want to do over time is, is build a team or collaborate with other people who do represent the culture. And gotcha. that's something I've been very proactive about. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Linking with real estate agents who are who are black yeah. um, and being able to build that business together. No, so. that's important, man. And um, speaking of the millennials, it's crazy. I, I, there's mad think pieces out there, bro about why millennials aren't buying homes or looking to buy homes. Mm-hmm. What you, have you been seeing anything in particular? Yeah, man, I, I, I ain't gonna lie, dog. I, I read a couple and I was just like, it kind of sounded like the same shit over and over again, right? And I, I bring that up because, in your opinion, like, have, have the rules changed or is it just that people are just even more misinformed than ever now? Like, what do you think it is? The rules have changed. Um, that's one of the things that I learned early on was why the, the market crashed. Mm-hmm. In 2008, um, it was due to, to subprime loans. Uh, ultimately, they were giving money to cats who couldn't afford to pay it back. Mm-hmm. Simply said, like that's yeah. that's what they were doing, and they was getting away with it because there were no regulations. It was the wild, wild west mm-hmm. um, back in the day. So there are a lot of rules in place now to be able to create sustainable home ownership, aka yeah. there is a lot of hoops you got to jump through sometimes. That's why you got to have the credit on point. That's why yeah. you got to have money saved. That's why you mm-hmm. got to have mm-hmm. um, a right, a decent amount of income coming in. That's why you can't have a crazy amount of debts. It's because we want to know that you can afford to pay back this loan, and you're not going to bury yourself in um, in a home payment, yeah. or be or you're going to sink in a few years because you can't afford. If you lose yeah. your job, it's a wrap. Yeah, type mm-hmm. of thing. That so makes sense. yeah, that makes that's a big part of it. Yeah, no, I, I just see that because I think. You know, like you said, bro, we're drowning in information, but yeah. starving for knowledge. And I think there's mad information out there. And I say think pieces because, you know, anybody can put you, something on the I internet. Could, I could put something yeah. right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't know shit. But it might, people might read that and think it is what it is. So 100%. it is important to have that face to face personal conversation with someone who's in the industry and not just be on the internet. <laughs> no, no, yeah. for real. Yeah. For real. You got to be able to build genuine connections with yeah. people. And that, I mean, that's such a big part of life in general. You can't stay in the in a shell your whole life and expect to, to blossom in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be able be willing to go have those conversations and meet new people, not to be afraid to ask people. Like I'm, I've always been the type of person where I'm like, I know I don't know everything. Like I'm not the smartest person in the world. I know I don't know everything, but uh, that cat right there, they know something about mm-hmm. that. Let me go talk to them real quick. Yeah. Like, let me go get some information from them. Yeah. Let me go build that relationship with them. Let me yeah. go build that relationship with them. And when you're able to do stuff like that, that's when you start getting all that that actual knowledge. You mm. know what I'm saying? I'm not a mm. financial expert yeah. by any means. So what I do, I went and got a financial advisor because yeah, yeah. I don't want to deal with that. That's not yeah. my level of expertise, and yeah. that's not when I want to spend a whole bunch of time learning. Yeah. So yeah. let me go tap in with somebody that's tapped into it that makes type sense. of thing. For real, man. Sense. So, um, like, me personally, I've, I've, like, just having different conversations with different people, I'll hear different numbers, like, to put down. Like, mm-hmm. I'll hear 20, 20%, 10, 20% a lot. Yeah. yeah, 15, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's, and sometimes I just be like, man, is it 20, is it 10, is it zero? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what can I, so, well, I guess my question is, like, what are, like, the different types of loans people can get? Mm-hmm. Like, because I know there's more than one, you know. Yep, so, yep. No, there's yeah. there's four different four different primary ones. Um, mm-hmm. The first one is the conventional. 
home loan. That's considered the, the, the go-to type of home loan for residential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, if you can go that route, in most cases, you want to go that route because yeah. it just makes the most sense. It's the most favorable terms. And this is for people with nice credit. Mm-hmm. This is for people. This is for well-qualified borrowers, mm-hmm. conventional home route, yeah. conventional home loan. Um, the second one is FHA which is the Federal Housing Administration. Mm-hmm. So that's a government-backed loan. So with that, there's a little bit more leniency on credit score mm-hmm. and money down and, and things of that nature. Now, the minimum down, I skipped this part, the minimum down payment for a conventional loan is 3%. If you're a first-time home buyer and you make less than, I think the, the threshold is like 85000 a year, yeah. then you qualify to put a minimum of 3% down for a, home, for a conventional home loan. Mm-hmm. Now, for the FHA, the minimum is 35 percent down mm-hmm. um, and again that's on a primary that's on a primary residence um, for a residential home loan the next one is the USDA um, and which is the United States uh, Agricultural Department mm-hmm. and that's for very specific types of land so that's like out there in the boonies and eastern yeah. Wa- that's on the way to wazoo you can yep, get yep, a USDA exactly. loan type of thing yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, but yeah. out here you're not getting a USDA like USDA loan yeah. um, and then lastly is a VA loan and that's the Veterans Association. Okay. So if you're a veteran, then um, you were, you know, you had a dishonorable di- or honorable discharge and things of that nature, then you qualify for that. Then you mm-hmm. can do a, a VA loan, and a VA loan is probably the best loan on the market because it's zero uh, percent down, mm-hmm. which is nuts. It's zero yeah. down for a VA loan, and then also no mortgage insurance ever, which wow. is it's a game changer. So I have a cousin who just bought a second house, younger than me, um, VA loan. You know what I'm saying? And that's zero down. So typically the minimum is 3% down, you know, on that conventional Mm -hmm. or 5% if you make more than that 85K, 3.5% down on that FHA. Mm -hmm. Um, USDA, um, I'm not too familiar with that. I want to say 3% on that as well. Um, I I haven't done one of those loans yet. And then uh, VA, which is zero down. So Mm. 20% is not required at all. So get that out of your head. Listeners, everybody, community, family, do not think 20% is what it takes to, uh, to get your first home because that is not true mm-hmm. at all and then also there's zero down programs yeah. just like i was talking about yeah. earlier i got a friend who bought her who she, she bought her first condo she was one of the first loans i closed and she um she got a nice condo and she only had to come out of pocket like seven racks period yeah yeah period yeah yeah, yeah no nah, Information, man, and people be believing with it's crazy, man. People be getting information swim, and, and they run with it. I'm like, Yeah, why nah. do you run with that? You know, 20%. Oh, it's 20% down. That must be the trove. I'm like, Why do you yeah. run with that? Yeah, now, that's important, man. And I think you know, information is meant to be shared, you know, um, whether people want to receive it or not, that's on them, mm-hmm. right? But it is meant to be shared, and you're definitely doing that, bro. Appreciate it. Um, and I think the, the space you're in and just kind of the grind you're on, bro, like. You know, we we kind of went through some. We're still going through some crazy ass times right now. Still, yeah, dude. But, yeah, but yeah. we we encountered a crazy ass year prior to this, and it's like, like for you to stay on the path, to stay locked in, stay focused, right? Um, kind of what what works for you? How do you balance the grind with the, you know, social life, family, things mm. that you got to do? Like, what what works for you? Like, what, how do you how do you do that? God, because everybody, okay, <laughs> everybody got something. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I, I do. That's a great question, too, because I believe in, a, in having a very balanced lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I try not to overindulge in anything like that's just kind of the way I am. And it's worked out very well for me in my life so far. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, I don't want to spend if I'm grinding, working hard for work specifically. Um, I don't want work to consume my entire life for mm-hmm. months on end. Mm-hmm. That's just not me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I still yeah. need to spend time with family. Yeah. I still need to take time to go to the gym. Yeah. I still need time to focus on my health. Yeah. So for me, it comes back to the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the way I live my life is mm-hmm. mind, body, spirit. That's mm-hmm. the Holy Trinity. And mm-hmm. that's that's how I stay balanced. That's how I stay focused. Mm-hmm. Um, when I find myself drifting too far in one dimension, I'll reel myself back in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? One of my forms of therapy, too, because I know therapy is a hot topic for people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I encourage people to, to yeah. pursue and tap into therapy. Um, I haven't yet tapped into formal therapy, mm-hmm. something I've considered. Um, but for me, man, writing, mm-hmm. writing is one of my big forms of therapy. Mm-hmm. Bro. I always take the time to just write. And it's not even that complicated. Some people get real uncomfortable with the idea of writing, but it's more so just letting out my thoughts, yeah. letting out yeah. my feelings yeah. on paper. Yeah. And once you do that, like that, it's, that shit literally leaves your mind yeah, and it right. refocuses you, allows you to focus on other, other things and That's put important. more emphasis yeah. on other things. So for me, it's, it's going to the gym consistently. Mm-hmm. It's eating healthy. Um, it's spending quality time with family and friends and yep. making sure I'm loving on the people around me, giving them love and then providing for them. Um, and then it's just working hard and showing up every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I will say it's hard to, it's hard to stay focused. It's hard to, hard to stay in the grind too, man. Cause there's times where you're like, 
again, that why. Why am I doing this? Why yeah, am I working yeah. so hard? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Does any of this matter? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I just want to spend time with family. Yeah. Like, I just want to love people. Like, you yeah. Know, no, that's real, though. I think, and it's important, though, because, you, you know, you, you definitely come off as someone who's very self-aware, right? Yeah. And um, reflection is important, man. Right, like if you're gonna be in do, if you're gonna be doing something for a long period of time, you better make sure you're keeping track of what you've gone through and what it means. Facts. You can't just mm-hmm. be living. And even if you got through shit, people be getting over shit. They be like, oh, I got through that. Oh, I got through it. Low key okay, traumatized. What, is that, what does that mean though? Like, <laughs> yeah. what did that do? What did that teach yeah. you? Like, how did that <laughs> connect real. to the next opportunity and so on and so forth? So, um, I, I just I just wanted to touch on that because I think it's important for people to know, like, especially anybody we bring up on this show, they don't think like. People don't have a balance in terms of how they do what they do, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you I think balance, balance is important, and I've I've been told straight up by agents like there's. I remember one time specifically, and this is why, like, again, it's all about working with the right people too. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I was working out like middle of the day. I was doing these home workouts during COVID because mm-hmm. we couldn't go to the gym. So I'm getting my home workout in, and this agent calls me, and he was like, "Jay, what's good? I got this, I got some." Or he no no he was like, "Come meet me right now." And I was like, hey, I'm working, I'm working out, bro. Like I'm getting this workout in. He was like, Oh, see, that money's calling. And I would see, and I'm the type of person where, don't get me wrong, I love the money just yeah, as much yeah, as the merch, but I yeah. know that's why we're doing it in a sense. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, nah, gee, I gotta focus on my health. Yeah. And by the way, you kind of looking out of shape. Yeah. By the way, you yeah. know, thinking that in my head, I didn't say that obviously, but I'm like, nah, hey, you're kind of looking out of yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah. But uh, your boy's about to get this workout in. I'm gonna hey, be man. looking good and feeling good. Hey, you so, know, you know, yeah. our motto here is set your pace, don't react to the race, bro. Mm, exactly. And it's real because yeah. like that applies to everything, bro. Facts. People try to rush you to do certain things. You're like, yo, I'm moving at a pace that's comfortable and makes sense for me. I had to learn yeah. that too, bro. Because yeah, I'm important. telling you, this industry demand it demands a lot of you, bro. This industry can be very like extremely stressful. Yeah. yeah. And um, I've I've had to kind of check myself on that too. Yeah. And then my my business partner he's like a mentor to me too because he gives me that type of knowledge and information he'll be like gary bo calm down first off relax second off they can wait a day mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'll yeah. be thinking i need to get them you know I, I, they, yeah. they said they needed this i need to get this yeah. to him right he's yeah. like no no no, they can wait a day is it urgent does it need to be done right now yeah. he's like nah i'm like okay you're right yeah knowing that yeah it's yeah. important that's bro. dope to have somebody like that to like kind of be like man it's cool yeah. it's cool it, it's important yeah. you know, you know i swear it's it could important. be it could be the other way around it someone could, could take advantage of your you know? your quick turnaround and your lack of awareness in terms of how important your own exactly. uh, pace and mental health is they might be like yeah this guy shit he'll turn around anytime anyway. yeah 10 p.m right. i don't care if he's oh, with his is. wife yeah like, if like did three today he gonna do five tomorrow like you know what i'm saying you don't want to get treated like kanye's engineers and shit that was a joke. That's a joke. I saw something on there. He <laughs> said, mind. what do you think? Go find God. Yeah, go find God. Don't stop texting me. Go find God. I don't even know if that's true. I don't, that's evil a, I don't, genius, bro. I don't yeah. even know if that was really his texter, but um, yeah, man. It's real, man. Got to yeah. keep good people around you, and you definitely got to stay balanced, man. Yeah. 100%. Hell yeah, yeah bro. I think I think um, even when you were saying uh, you were going, you did the conscious campaign, and then you had the podcast, you had everything going, it's like, it was even just dope to hear that you're just like, all right. Let me take a step back. Maybe this is not going to work right now. I'm kind of like over exhausting myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of us has maybe still have that problem mm-hmm. or have had that problem in the past, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think that's very important to, to like touch on. I don't want to overlook that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No, nah, you're so, right. You're 100% right. Nah, yeah. Like I said, it taught, it taught me so much about people, man. Because like I said, the people that you thought would be there, bro, sometimes they're yeah. not there. You'd be yeah. like, Damn, dog. Yeah. Like, I thought you was about the mission. Like, yeah. I thought you was really about it. And I remember one time specifically, um, I was working with a brother who was, he was a part of the Conscious Campaign team. He's one of the, he was like the first person I called to get involved with the mm-hmm. Conscious Campaign. And I remember over time, there came a time where I, I was talking to him and I was like, yeah, bro, you know, I just really want to challenge the status quo, bro. We were on the phone. I was like, I want to challenge the status quo, bro. Like, that's, that's what we were trying. And then he was like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I had to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah. got their own mission, yeah. but it kind of hit me with some, damn. Yeah. Not yeah. everybody, yeah. you know. Not, and then my dad used to always tell me, Gary. He called me Little Gary because I'm the third. So he was uh-huh. like, Little yeah. Gary. That's your vision is your vision. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody has your vision. Yeah. Never forget that. Yeah. And I, I understand why he told yeah. me that. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because even if it sounds like the, you know, I, I talk about this sometimes. If Jesus came back today, half the people wouldn't even follow his mission yeah. i truly believe that oh, if yeah. jesus came back to earth half the people on this earth in 2021 wouldn't even follow his mission and, and even if it was actually jesus yeah. just saying like as an yeah. example oh, like yeah. no matter how powerful yeah. the mission is you know yeah. ultimately nah man i feel you people think they're gods literally yeah 
Kanye. Like literally. He's still thinking about Kanye over there. He's still thinking about Kanye. I wasn't even thinking about that, but y'all brought it back. Don't yet don't Kanye got a song called I Am God? I am a God, yeah. Yeah, literally. I feel him though, like like um figuratively it's, speaking. It's and, you. It makes sense, yeah. We're yeah. in the image, you know, but um anyway, I don't know how we got down there. <laughs> <laughs> I keep looking at A's. You've been listening to the album. You've been listening to Yeah, I'm a fan, I'm a fan, bro. Um now Obviously, uh, I do want to, before we get at, get you out of here, I do kind of want to touch on, um, from your perspective, like, what do you, what do you see? What do you foresee? And what is kind of like your future outlook for, um, uh, coming generations and current, current, um, community members in terms of how you want to see things change in this space of home ownership, generational wealth building? Like, do you already have, can you see it? You know, I'm a very visual person, so mm -hmm. I can see shit five years from now. Same. It may not be that way when I get there, but mm -hmm. I see it. Do mm -hmm. you, what do you see? <sighs> I would say in this, I'm going to be honest, man, this particular space, um, the vision hasn't, it hasn't fully clicked in terms of knowing what things are actually going to be in the future. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have a, a hope. I have a vision in terms of what I what I want to accomplish, mm -hmm. but as far as like what's actually happening, that's the scary part because you start looking at the facts, you start yeah. looking at the numbers, mm -hmm. and then you'd be like, damn, the reality is that African Americans took a step back as far as ownership this past year mm -hmm. when it comes to home ownership. Yeah. And those are those statistics that kind of hit you like, psh, like, mm -hmm. what are we doing wrong? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's, it's a very... Um, a ground level mission in terms of spreading that knowledge, but finding a way to do it that's enticing for people. Like, yeah. find, you know, it's, it's kind of yeah. unfortunate you got to entice people to, yeah. to get certain knowledge, but yeah. it's just the, the, it's just the reality of yeah. the game. So yeah. trying to find a way that to like spread this knowledge in a way that people can relate to and people want to learn more about home ownership yeah. because they understand how important it is and yeah. how it builds generational wealth. Like mm. there's literally families and whatnot who have been able to change the trajectory of their family through, just owning a home. Exactly. Literally yep. through owning a home. That's they real. pass away, then they got 200000 from the house type yeah. of thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. a lot of African Americans, we don't experience that. I ain't got yeah. no inheritance. Yeah. I ain't got no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's from the ground up yeah. out yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's brick by brick. Um, so really, I'm, I'm thinking, this is kind of what I'm thinking, though, and that's a great question because I'm mm -hmm. thinking over time there's going to be more people of color who enter the industry, which is going to bring more visibility, mm -hmm. more representation, mm -hmm. and as more representation and more vi visibility comes, more people are going to be enticed to start having yeah. those conversations. Yeah. It'll become a more common thing, a more conver common conversation, yeah. and, you know, you know, the, the, the earn your leisure pie, like those type of yeah. cats that are out yeah, there yeah. really trying to push yeah. forward. Shout out, to, um, shout out to them. Shout, shout out, out to them. them. Yeah, like, like those cats they're, they're, they're kind of leading the forefront on yeah. getting that type of information and knowledge out there about yeah. ownership and investment and so on and so forth. So yeah. um, out here in Seattle specifically, um, it's going to take some time to get to that point. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still excited for the future because it's like I'm, I'm, I'm not going nowhere. All we got is time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? All we got is time. Straight An up. Opportunity. Yeah. And bricks. <laughs> and bricks. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. So um, what about yourself? Like where do you see yourself in five years? Like do you got – stuff that you're thinking about doing or whatnot you know mm -hmm. great question i um so my my business partner man he um phenomenal dude he, he's 30 years old he's been very he's been in the industry for like six seven years mm -hmm. uh very successful and he sees a vision of uh of just leadership and continue to grow in the yeah. industry so for me i'm really trying to uh to grow with him you know what i'm saying he's somebody i trust somebody i respect yep. and um i want to tap in with him and be able to put myself in position to to put other people on the way he took me in it was just like gee i'll teach you everything i know I yeah. want to be able to do that for somebody else. Yeah. And to be honest, preferably a person of color, like a person who's young, eager, and, and fits the fits the description. I want to be able to do that same thing for them because I've I've done it. I experienced. I've been successful in the space. All right, come on. Yep. You ready? Yep. Let's get it. Yep. And then they can you know spread that. I forget what it's called. Put your hand out and and have the person do the same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But that's kind of what I see for myself. And then you know I I I the conscious campaign is still alive in a way yeah. and i'm gonna try to i'm still figuring out a way in terms of what that's gonna look like in the future but I'm, I'm in that capital building stage where it's like let me get these racks let me get these racks let me build this this wealth so then i can find ways to give back in the way that i want to yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so that's yeah. kind of where i'm at now is, yeah. is getting that money because yeah. um dreams require some funding sometimes yeah. bro no, it's real. <laughs> you know what i'm saying you, know, you just gotta you, know the factors man too. every there's a lot of factors out here bro yeah and you gotta like, you gotta put the puzzle pieces together you gotta right? put them together you yeah. can't just keep putting the same piece I got, I mean, we know you got that piece, bro. Like, mm -hmm. let's go find these let's other go pieces and figure out how we got to get those together. It's just taking a nap right now, right? Oh, yeah. You know I mean? Oh, you know my, yeah, yeah. 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 I say brands never die. They just take naps, they you know? Nap. Literally. So regardless, yeah. brands, movements, concepts, whatever exactly. it is, bro, like, 
shit, it ain't dead till it's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know exactly. what that means, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's a facts, bro. Yeah. So, um, but salute to you, bro. And I, I definitely, real. I definitely foresee that for you, bro. Because you're 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 laying the bricks, you're planting the seeds right now. You know what I mean? Appreciate you. Um, so before we get you out of here, um, well, first off, can you let people know where they can find you? Social media on social media and stuff. Yes, and, sir. Uh, want to reach out. Uh, Website, like, so how they can contact color you. that might want to be. Oh, they, they're gonna hit you, space. bro. They're gonna yes, hit sir. you, bro. They're For real, yeah. Okay. Good to I'm know because I'm yeah. ready. I'm yeah. so yeah. ready. Matter of fact, I gotta throw this out there, man, just because it's phenomenal. And, and I might even have to center this. I'm gonna center this episode when we're done. But this, this, uh, I'm not gonna give too much info. But this 20 year old girl, um, we're closing on her, her condo next week. Mm. 20 year old, um, I want to say she, I want to say she's Ethiopian, I believe. Okay, uh, oh, but wow. 20 years old, and she did it on her own. Mm. Damn. Salute to her. Salute. So she's my youngest borrower, and she did it on her own. And I just want to say huge salute to her. So I'm I'm just throwing that out there because it's possible. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now she's a little diff. She's a different breed. She yeah. was able to save some money. She was yeah. able to grind, but she yeah. did it. So yeah. it's possible. Um, congratulations. Anyway, congratulations to her. Um, but I um yeah you can find me social media Gary the Great um mm-hmm. that's that's where you can find me on Instagram I would say that's where I do most of my my social stuff you know um Facebook Gary Barquette I don't spend too much time on there Facebook is an mm-hmm. interesting place very interesting yeah. um, to say to say <laughs> the least um but yeah hit me on Instagram man that's really like my my place of business in a sense okay. is, uh, is okay. Instagram so Gary the Great on Instagram and um I'm very active on there and very responsive so okay that's been my, my yeah. tool and my vehicle hit him up y'all Hit him up, For y'all. Real. y'all know I'm ready. Consultations, free consultations. Come on, Hell you listen yeah, to this man. episode, man. You a family ears, member. Man. Family looks out for family. Come so. get you some game. Go Come get you some yeah. knowledge. Don't yeah. just go on it on the internet for information. Come yeah. get you some knowledge. Come on, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, man, I love that, bro. And and now before we get you out of here, we always ask our guests this question, um, kind of to you know sum up what we've been, what we've been discussing, but also cast what's ahead, right? So if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up, and why? <laughs> one word to describe what keeps me on the up and up consciousness mm. and, and and i would say because um like i mentioned before the more i know the better i do mm. Mm. we drowning though but we need more that's a bar right there <laughs> uh, yeah. the more i know the better i do i love that on, the more knowledge you know yeah, not yeah, just information man. but knowledge you gotta wow. be thinking that that's yeah. hard that's dope man yes, sir come on man we gotta use our consciousness man Come on, this was this was very informative, bro. Very inspiring, bro. I'm gonna be honest, man. I feel like I could have talked to y'all all night, man. Legit, I enjoyed <laughs> oh, man. this, man, for real. That's Thanks for saying. having me, boy. Yeah, I enjoyed, we enjoyed you know, it too. You know, man. Hey, we've got a bell time, man. You know, we gotta get him home, man. You <laughs> <laughs> look tight, look yawning. <laughs> nah, man. But but Gary, man, again, like I said, uh, we we appreciate you coming here. We appreciate the work you're doing. I'm sure the community out here appreciates it and. You know, we wish you the best of luck moving forward. You know, you got support with us here at the Up and yeah. Up. Appreciate always, y'all, bro. always, bro. Thank you for being that vessel, man. For Absolutely. real, that you know, vessel, we need man. that for, for real. real. And when y'all ready to have them convos, all at me, man. For real, man. Yeah, I might be in position. You don't even know it. Come on, man. Come and on. with that being with said, me, man, <laughs> it's safe to say our guy Gary Barquette the third is officially a member of the Up and Up. Can we get yes, a round? Sir. Of Come on. Yes, sir. My dog. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, bro. Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the up and up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire up and up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the up and up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the up and up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the up and up.